2: Hey, what's up? This is Sully from Godsmack. Strap on those boots, baby, because you are now in the trenches of the war room with the one and only Mistress Carrie, right here on the Mistress Carrie podcast.
1: Hey, it's Mistress Carrie, reporting for duty from MCHQ for your third Cocktails in the War Room after action report. Now, in case you didn't know, we get together. And I say we, as in the Cocktails in the War Room family. We get together every Tuesday night at 8.30 Boston time to go over, well, all of the craziness that's happening outside of our houses right now. We started Cocktails in the War Room innocently back on March 14th and did 81 nights in a row. And now, Cocktails in the War Room is a weekly show. We do it live on the official Mistress Carrie Facebook page, and then rebroadcast it on my official YouTube channel where we talk about music, current events, we bring in guests, and we organize community events and philanthropic endeavors. So speaking of guests, this past Tuesday, July 21st, our own Stiz Grimy joined us in the War Room. Now, Stiz and I worked together for years at WAF and went on some crazy adventures to Los Angeles and Las Vegas together. He's still working in radio, still a local musician, and one of my favorite people on the planet. So please welcome Stiz Grimy to Cocktails in the War Room. So now let's get to our guest in the war room tonight, who has been threatening to kidnap my dog for as long as I've had her. Uh, Let me see. Stiz, are you ready? Stiz! (laughs) What up? Oh my God, you just blew out my eardrums. How are you? I'm all right. What's
0: up with you? How are you doing? Yeah. Welcome to the war room. Thank you for having me. Congratulations on all this stuff, man. It's it's nice to see you. It's nice to see all this stuff that you've been talking about come to fruition.
1: Well, you've come to the house a couple times and hung out. I hooked you up with a with a war room T-shirt way back when they first came out. And yes. wait, what are you what are you drinking in the war room? First of all, what is that? Don't let that slide. Are you being a basic bitch right now?
0: Dude, I was ragging on these things forever, but MC they're not bad. They're delicious. Delicious in like especially in the summer. Yeah. You know? Cuz beers can be heavy, you yeah. know? And, and I try to stay away from the hard liquor, but I'm I'm digging the trulies, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. You might be uh, the
1: first person to basic bitch it in the war room.
0: That's true. I, I know. think
1: you are. Yeah. I can't think of anybody. Guys, Go with it. Did I ever drink a White Claw or a Truly or anything in the war room yet? I don't think I have. I think you're breaking the seal on the basic bitchiness.
0: I know. I forgot where I was coming. I probably should have came with like a bottle of Jack Daniels and just. Hell started- yeah! <laughs> this is <the laughs> goddamn a goddamn war room, Stiz. Have some self-respect. Hey, shout out to the sponsors, uh, Latini Inc. Can they make me more handsome? Is that possible? I know you said that they help out your image, and I was wondering if maybe well, they could do something about my face.
1: They uh, they can't probably help you with your face, per se, but, like, the Mistress Carey logo, you know, they might be able to make a stiz grimy version of it. Less cool, well, obviously.
0: Loving the logo, too. We you like kill- it? Oh, my God, yeah, they killed that.
1: It looks just like me, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. If I, I had no so, uh,
1: eyes or nose.
0: Yeah, right. I think I said when you first sent it to me, like, it's simple but loud, if that yeah. makes if that makes sense, right? Like, yeah. it's simple, but it's very um, – it's, like, on point for sure. And then also, if your 2020 sucks, go jump out of a plane? Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, everyone is like you and wants to jump out a freaking plane. There's
1: a lot of people commenting here in the war room that are saying, I've always wanted to do that or –
0: yeah, I really, I know. So, Mistress Carey tried to get me to jump off the, uh, to bungee jump off the Stratosphere. Uh, it's one not of the bungee jumping, tour.
1: it's a cable jump in Vegas, because you and yeah. I, for anybody that doesn't know Stiz, you should by now, but he worked with us at WAF for years, and Stiz and I used to go on road trips to go broadcast from boxing matches in Vegas and LA, and we had a lot of good times.
0: Yeah, we did, for and
1: sure. When we spent all that time in Vegas, I was always trying to get you to do crazy shit, and yeah, I was trying cool. to get you to jump off the Stratosphere, and you were not having it.
0: Yeah, no, one of the, that was one of the ones I did back. Uh, I did back out of, but you did convince me to dress up in woman's clothing in the middle of a gift shop. Uh, in the <laughs> At MGM, the
1: <laughs> you look like Maynard James Keenan, and you got yep. a cowboy hat and this red tube dress. Right. You dressed, we we dressed each other, and you yeah, dressed right. me up as like wifey Vegas, White like trash, trash. Yeah, yeah, with bedazzled yeah. stuff and giant right. sunglasses. It was just ridiculous.
0: Oh, that was hilarious! But yeah, we had a been, good time. I think it's a year anniversary because some of those pictures have been popping up on my Facebook. I
1: know, me too.
0: Yeah, I know. But yeah, I really, I, I, you know, because I'm petrified of heights. So I really would like to jump out of a plane, but it sounds good, but I just feel like when I got up there and that door opened and it's go time. You're I
1: would, going. You're not going to be the dog in the bathtub in the door. like.
0: Yeah, I would yeah, need someone no. to push me out. Well, you like, would, because
1: you'd have a tandem master strapped on your back. They'd be like, bro, we're going like now.
0: Let me, let me ask you this. Do you get that feeling? You know, when you're going on a roller coaster no. and you don't get that stomach in your mouth feeling? Nope, not at all. So that's. Because I'm not the biggest. It's windy. Fan
1: me. It's really windy, and it's. Did you ever see the Will Smith video about talking about going skydiving? It's. A, I might it's do, but I forgot. It's an amazing video where he talks about how you're afraid of something when you shouldn't be afraid of it because up until the time you're getting out of the plane, there's nothing to be afraid of, and yeah. that's when you feel the fear. And then when you get out of the plane. It's the most exhilarating thing in the world, and that's technically when you should be afraid because you're actually falling to the ground, but you're not afraid because it's amazing. And yeah. so he talks about you know, how God um, you know, puts fear in the way and how you overcome it or whatever. I, I'm not that religious of a person. I just look at it like conquering your rational brain. That if yeah. your rational brain is telling you this is a really stupid idea, you could die, whatever, and you do it anyway, you overcome your own fear and your rational brain. And when you do that, you feel so empowered, like you can do anything.
0: Yeah, I and believe that
1: it. I believe. is exhilarating and it's liberating and you just feel like you can conquer the world. And it's really
0: just that first step. That yeah. step out. It was yeah. the same thing I kept thinking with the stratosphere. It's just that it's step. just the
1: step, man. Just, just
0: that just step, Just take the man. step. That's all it is. Crazy. How, hey, how fast do you go? Do you know off the top of your... And also, I had no idea that skydiving, number one, started way back there, then in the 50s, and yeah. that it was right here in Orange Mass. That's yeah. freaking
1: cool. Yeah, it's the first sport um, parachuting center in the United States back in May of 1959. That's so, a- terminal velocity... Yeah. Um, is 120 miles an hour. Okay. However, it's based on mass and wind resistance. Yeah. So the smaller you make yourself and the more slippery you make yourself, you can obviously go faster. So they have speed skydiving competitions where people get up to 300 miles an hour in free fall. Oh, oh, but they're fun. wearing like these latex gimp suits. You know what yeah. I mean? And, they're, yeah. Yeah. and their body position is presenting the least amount of surface area.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. trying
1: to go faster, my top speed was uh hundred and eighty six miles an hour. I think
0: oh, that is so yeah. great.
1: Cause you because we wear so- these audible altimeters that um beep at certain altitudes to let you know what's going on. you know we have visual altimeters as well, but they also measure your wind speed, so when you get down, you could see what your top speed was at certain altitudes and stuff, so. Amy uh, says, I'm with Siz. I feel like I'd have a panic attack when the door uh, opens.
0: Seriously. Kimberly says that stopped.
1: last step is a doozy. Uh
0: Stop, you people.
1: Carrie says, I will leave jumping out of the planes for you. Nope, not for me. Uh, the plane I jumped out of was not that great, says Wendy. Yeah, see, I mean, planes crash all the time. So you're oh, better okay. off. And most accidents happen on takeoff and landing. So if you don't land in them. You're 50% safer. That's how I look at it. I'm
0: not. uh, uh, To quote Mike
1: Shu, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a scientist, but.
0: Uh, Makes um, sense to me. Yeah. Jillian
1: says, damn, I'll be falling real fast. Fuck that. Um, I've had enough adrenaline um, rushes from being in a war zone, but I do want to get my own motorcycle, says Brianna. Motorcycles are more dangerous than skydiving.
0: Oh, yeah, Uh, I would imagine. I do
1: both and I can tell you the motorcycles are more dangerous. You can ask my nose.
0: So, you have a very nice motorcycle. Your motorcycle oh, I is- thought you were going to
1: compliment my new nose. I was going to say what thanks. It cost a fortune.
0: No, you didn't.
1: After I had it reconstructed after oh, my oh, motorcycle yeah, accident. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, oh. that's right. I thought you were saying like right now you, you got like a nose job recently. Oh, like, oh yeah.
1: What? It's the first thing you do when your radio station goes off the air and you become unemployed. You go and spend okay, no, thousands no. of dollars on plastic surgery.
0: That's what I did with my stimulus check. Thanks, Mr. Trump.
1: <laughs> so how are you? What's going on? What have you been doing?
0: Uh, I'm all right. You know, I'm still I'm still working uh, with Hillman, uh, although the, my hours got cut. So I'm, I'm working every other week right now, which kind of sucks, uh, you know, but I feel like things are starting to take a turn for the better. Uh, hey, and, and you know what? A lot of people give Baker and Marty Walsh shit, but I think they've done all right. We we seem to be one of the best uh, states in the country as far as like transmission rates and all that stuff. I was at a bar last night in Boston. Um, yeah, I know. Oh, but it was nice. It was just so nice. So to how do.
1: I have not been in a bar yet. So you go in, you you don't have to wear a mask, right? Because you're drinking.
0: You or have there- you have to wear a mask anywhere, anytime you're not at your table sitting down. Gotcha. Okay. So if you get up to go to the bathroom, if you, Get you up know, to go
1: smoke outside or something. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I was on, uh, I forget the name of it. Uh, it was a rooftop bar in the seaport. Super nice. They, you know, they got the, the tables, per, you know, pretty well distant. Speaking
1: of stimulus check, listen to Big Baller Stiz over
0: there. Yeah. No, it was, well, you know, I haven't, things have been closed forever, you know? So. Yeah. The top of oil a, a couple of bucks but yeah it was nice man it was nice after it's been what three months four months like it's been a while
1: dude um well what's the date today today's the 21st yeah march april may june uh, af went off the air five months ago tonight Can wow you that?
0: no i can't yeah.
1: five months ago tonight we signed off the air five fucking months it's insane That it's been that long.
0: And it was basically the next month that Corona hit, right? It was
1: within within a couple of weeks because I went to Vegas, which was weird being there without you the week after we went off the air. And then when I came home, it was the first week of March and things were a little strange and people were talking about the coronavirus. But the first War Room episode was March 14th and things were already getting weird.
0: Yeah, so, you were in Vegas hanging with friggin' Gavin Newsom. No biggie, you know.
1: You mean Gavin Rosdale?
0: Gavin Ross, yeah. What Gavin Newsom. I think I got, I got, I got him mixed up with the California uh, governor. Yeah, that's that's Newsom. <laughs>
1: Distinct difference. Yeah, one, one of them cuter, t- totally cuter. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say something else that was less appropriate, but yeah, one of them way more fuckable than the other. Mm. You're getting a yeah. lot of you're getting a lot of love on your white trash cocktail over there,
0: Stiz. What are you What are you stepping on? Moscow mules. Ooh. I don't have
1: Fernandez's sangria, which a lot of people are saying you should have gone full Fernandez and had sangria, um, which is one of the official drinks of the uh, war room. But I, I see I got a cocktails in the war room mug.
0: Wow! Look at you, huh?
1: We're balling over here in the war room, Stiz.
0: I know. Well, I people support you, you know, and that's, that's awesome. It's been amazing.
1: I mean, you know, I know that you're still going into the building and you still see Hillman and Danielle. I was texting with Danielle the other day and obviously Joe. And so you're still and Mark Hannon. So you're still seeing a lot of the people from work, but it is amazing when you go out, right. The way that people are talking about the radio station and all the love that you get from everybody. And how much people miss it and how much they love the sign off and just, yeah, you know, every time I go anywhere or anytime I jump online or whatever, um, you know, the outpouring of love and support has been amazing. And I wouldn't have gotten through the last five months without it.
0: Shout out, Mike Shue. I actually, I actually just was reading uh, a few days ago. Actually, I came across the um, article slash interview that you did with All Access, and it was like ten questions with Mistress Carrie and Mike Shoe. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know how I I stumbled across that the other day, and I read it. But yeah, Mike yeah, Shue and I,
1: I, I did a bunch of interviews in the first couple of weeks after we went off the air, and. Uh, um,
0: I had him over for lunch a few weeks ago. I took him to Floramos.
1: Oh hell yeah! I saw the picture actually of you guys outside. Yeah, that's right. uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I gotta come back out to Lemonster. Y- you know? Yeah, I liked it out there.
1: You gotta, you gotta leave this. You gotta leave Chelsea.
0: Yeah, Chelsea I really by love. the sea. Yeah, city by the sea.
1: Uh, full Fernandez says Eric, uh, don't go full cheese it. Amanda says, Amanda, did you guys see that there's a wine company that's that's releasing a box of wine that comes with a built-in box of Cheez-Its? And oh, my God, that's amazing. Dude, isn't that the best thing ever, that you can buy a box of wine and a box of Cheez-Its in the same thing? Yeah. Oh. Hey, Carol, don't worry about it. She says, sorry, she's late. What's up, Lisa? Says, bag of dicks. Uh, I am going full Fernandez tonight, says Jillian. So she's having... Um, fernandez's sangria which is just delicious so
0: i actually have a bag of dicks
1: see there you go bag of dicks ba- eat a bag of dicks um oh somebody says the steak tips at floramo's are amazing
0: oh yeah yeah you can't lose uh, you know pretty much everything at floramo's is good what's like the place to eat out there and like you know your area
1: well i mean the place that i always talk about and because sully from godsmack always talks about it Um, I apologize for being repetitive if anybody heard me say this story before, but when I first started on the air at AAF, I was working, like, hourly. Like, I wasn't under contract. They didn't tell me that the job full-time was mine yet. And Godsmack was this huge local band, but they hadn't signed their record deal yet. They were kind of in negotiations for all that stuff. And Sully got on his motorcycle and came down and picked me up. And we went to this family-owned, old-school Italian place called Il Camino.
0: Oh, yes.
1: And we had... They they make these homemade raviolis that are, like, this big. they They make all the pasta. They make everything from scratch. It's delicious. And he and I sat there in the middle of the afternoon, and he was talking about how he wasn't sure how he was going to make the next payment on his motorcycle because they hadn't signed the record deal and whether they were going to get signed or not. And I was talking about how... I didn't know if the radio thing was going to work or whatever. And so we were eating like raviolis and meatballs. And so he calls them the magic meatballs because within like two weeks after we had that lunch, Godsmack signed their record deal and I signed my contract at WAF. And so that place is still there. And so anytime I, I have a chance to kind of spread the luck a little bit, I took Kaiser there. One of the guys that we used to work with, Kaiser, I took him out for magic
0: meatballs. Yeah, we actually did. Uh, I remember one time Hillman did a best house dressing They came in
1: second, right?
0: They came in second their, place. Their yeah. Italian
1: dressing is delicious.
0: Yeah, that's right. Hey, did you see, speaking of uh, Sully, uh, first he killed the podcast intro. You
1: like it? That- War drums, the theme song yeah. for the War Room, the theme song for the uh, Mistress Carrie podcast.
0: Yeah, geez, not it's not not everyone can get uh, their own theme song by Sully Erna. I mean, that's friggin' amazing.
1: You know, but you gotta I, call in the favors when you can.
0: That's awesome. Uh, but I don't know if you saw he did. Uh, so he's kind of doing his own podcast type sort of thingy. Hometown ritual. Sessions.
1: I was on it.
0: Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that
1: one, but I yeah. just I just
0: caught, uh, I just caught uh, Aaron Lewis. Of course you did because you're my- an Aaron Lewis stalker. <laughs> oh my lord! I love that man. Uh, but yeah, they had a really good conversation. It was really good. Yeah, really yeah so Sully fun.
1: asked me to be on it months ago, and I went up there and we social distanced and took pictures with masks on and because um, we filmed oh, it like, at, the, at the house. So. Yeah,
0: Yeah, he's doing it right in his studio, right? Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it was a good time. We had fun. He's yeah. coming on the podcast. I just haven't been able to get him to commit as to what episode he's going to come on. But he promised yeah. me that he's going to come on. So
0: Well, it was so funny. Him and Aaron were talking, you know, about getting back on the road and, you know, when are they going to tour? And Aaron's like, Aaron goes like, yeah, he's like, I got some shows booked in August. So, you know, and Sully was just like, yeah, we'll see about that, buddy. Well, he's, so-
1: he's doing those outdoor venues. He's got one of those drive-in theater venues up in New Hampshire that he's doing next month, I believe, where you go in in your car.
0: Ooh, Aaron's doing that? Yeah. Oh, I'm there.
1: So but I, I listened to a podcast the other day that had a security expert on that deals a lot with security for rock bands and music festivals and that kind of stuff. And the idea that shows with people in their automobiles is somehow safer. It presents a whole other security issue now because never mind, are they just frisking you and going through looking for like cigarette lighters and stuff in yeah. your wallet. It's like you, now you got to be yeah. worried that somebody could put a bomb in a car. Yeah,
0: And, and that's what the crazy, security but, people are, yeah.
1: are worried about now. I mean, when Dimebag Daryl was killed, that really kind of changed a lot of people's perceptions about what was possible in a show and what, what kind of security breakdown there could be. And, um, you, you th- know, then obviously the botaclon... You know, in oh, Paris with the Eagles oh, 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 of Death yeah, that's Metal. Right.
0: What? What? What band was that? At the bottom? The Eagles of Death Metal. Eagles of Death Metal. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Did you see the story yesterday of the of the uh, guy who ran up uh, in a federal? He like went. To, he killed the son of a federal judge. Oh yeah. This lady um, knocked on the door. He was dressed up as a FedEx uh, guy. The son answers. Shot the, the door.
1: husband, killed the son. Lordy. Well, yeah, she had yeah. ties to one of the Epstein cases. So now all of those people yeah, are freaking yeah, yeah. out. But well, yeah. what, what a lot of people aren't focusing on is um that he was um a, a well no, that he was a lawyer that fought for like men's, men's rights.
2: rights. Yeah. And
1: there is and it you know, any time that there is a mass shooting, which thankfully has not really happened as of late, but
0: Huh, coincidence that we're in lockdown.
1: Well, you know but I mean? there is a huge issue with incels. And there is a huge issue with that kind of subculture and mass shootings that comes up over and over again that that they are isolated men who can't get laid. They can't get laid. They blame women for that. They want to go out and purposefully seek out hurting women. It has happened yeah. in several of the school shootings. And yep. these kinds of things have been going on and it's something that no one in politics and you don't really hear law enforcement talking about it but in a lot of these mass shooting cases it is a guy going after women.
0: So, let me ask you that. So, I've heard I've heard this brought up in discussion with these type of people, these incels. What do you think then maybe prostitution being legal? Right. So I've that, always so,
1: been well. I'm a feminist, so yeah. I believe that if a woman wants body. to do that with yeah. her body, she can.
0: Yeah. Because um, I wonder if that would if that would help. If these guys could go pay a couple hundred dollars and have sex once a month, well, or, they'll probably
1: still be pissed that they got to pay for it. I mean, it's it, it's a yeah. mental thing that needs to be. You know, I think a lot of it has to do with access to the internet, unlimited sources of pornography. That I'm mean, and I'm not blaming porn. But what I'm saying is that if a guy grows up thinking that this is how women act and they act that way to every other guy but me, and then the guy starts internalizing it all and getting pissed off because he's the only guy not getting laid, and he doesn't look like Gavin Rossdale or doesn't look like all of these other guys that don't seem to have any problems at all, they want to blame the women. Meanwhile you know, they don't bathe, they don't shave, they're living in their mom's fucking basement and they wonder why they don't have a girlfriend.
0: Yeah, all right, don't talk about me like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but I'm curious what kind of connection that subculture had with this guy that you're talking about.
0: Definitely seemed like a weirdo, you know? I, you know, he actually sued uh, Jim Norton, He had went on Opie and Anthony when he was, because he was trying, he was suing, he was suing, uh, so that women, women should be, uh, drafted in the army. I think that was one of his suits that he was trying to, and I, and he went on like Opie and Anthony and, uh, they kind of made fun of him and he sued Jim Norton. I don't know if he won, but yeah, I mean, just certified weirdo, but yeah, it was just, I I was reading that yesterday and I was like, holy shit. The story's
1: crazy. And of course, everybody's affixing their, their tinfoil hat because there's an Epstein thing I mean it's just this is like the perfect storm for conspiracy theories right now because everybody's locked in the house on the internet like
0: yes what's going on plus the world's so fucking weird right now too yeah. What do you think about Lane Maxwell? Caught right here in our own backyards, right in New Hampshire, she was. Well, listen,
1: if you go back and, and do some Googling, was it last year there were reports that she was sighted like up in the Marblehead area because someone saw a guy walking her dog? Ooh. And it was someone that had been known to have ties with her and that she was supposedly someone spotted the dog. And huh. said that that's where she might be hiding out. I think it was last year. So, you know, I I mean, if she did what these women are accusing of and if she goes to court and is found guilty in a court of law, I believe she is a perfect example for why the cap- capital punishment should exist in some cases. Yeah. As well, open and shut as this one seems to be with the number of victims yeah. and the number of documented, you know, I just wonder is she going to do something to save her soul? And is she going to out everybody? Because yeah. if I were Clinton and Trump and Prince Andrew and all those other motherfuckers, I'd be scared shitless.
0: Did you see Trump today? They actually asked him today about her. And he says, uh, he says, I wish her well. He's like, I, I wish her well. Uh, She's you a know. rapist, accused yeah.
1: rapist. And you wish yep. her well?
0: Yeah, it it was wild. It was uh, huh. just lame is in prison. Can you hear that?
1: Yeah, but whose to... audio is it? Are you gonna get me kicked off of YouTube?
0: Yeah, I know I that
1: shit up, Stiz. Learn the rules.
0: Yeah, I, should, I know, I should know better. God, but yeah,
1: you can't bring people. this fucking guy anywhere. Guy <laughs> Warum, can you believe this crap? He's trying to get me in trouble. Joe says Humpty Dumpty was pushed. We're going deep down into the conspiracy theory rabbit hole now. I knew he was.
0: I've been saying <laughs> it all along, God damn it.
1: So what have, you, what have you been doing to keep yourself occupied? What's up with your new music and your podcast and stuff? Get all the plugs out of the way. What do you got going okay. on?
0: Thank you. Yeah, I do a podcast uh, with my buddy. Uh, it's called Stuck on Stuff. Uh, you know, I just do that because I think, you know, like yourself, we're just creative people and we just like to, you know, create content and put it out. Um, so I do I do a podcast stuck on stuff. Um, I haven't I haven't created new music in a little while. And it kind of sucks because I, I really do miss it. Um, but I play a lot of music. I just haven't been writing a lot of music. Have you been playing your guitar still? You Are play- I play the guitar. I play the guitar every day. Good. Um, yeah, it's super calming, like. I find that instruments are super, super calming. um, and I really think it's like brain food, too. like I'm trying to learn how to play the piano now, um, and it's just you know, it's just super calming. So, yeah, you know, just playing playing a lot of guitar, a lot of piano, watching a lot of TV. I'm yeah. cutting cable this week. I'm cutting it, I'm getting rid of it. Are you Don't- really? what are you so what are you gonna replace it with? What are you getting? Internet. So I'm just gonna get internet for now. No, but I mean, uh, what services
1: are you getting for video content? Are you doing Netflix? Are you doing Disney Plus? Are you doing Hulu? Like, what are you using? I
0: I have Netflix. I have Netflix. Um, but I might end up going with YouTube TV because that it gives you like eighty channels or something like that, and it's like sixty five bucks a month. But I'm paying two hundred dollars a month for Xfinity, and 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 I've been paying that for like I don't know a thousand years. years? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm so done with giving these people $200 a month. So I'm just going to cut the cord and just see how it goes. Joshua Uh,
1: says, damn, I thought I couldn't grow a beard. And then I see Stiz. (laughs) Josh, that's amazing. You can do it. I know. I, I I saw your beard when I got you signed on tonight. And I'm like, what is he doing with his face? What are you doing?
0: I had to do something different, man. I had to do so well actually that's how that happened because of quarantine you know in lockdown I didn't stay for like a month and then I just went into the barber shop and um I have like a relationship with my barber where I don't even say what I want he just kind of does what he wants Uh, I've been going on for like 20 years and he just kind of like kept the beard and I was like you know what I like this I'm gonna try this out for a little while
1: there's a lot of people saying YouTube TV is awesome so you're getting some good reviews here in the war room yeah Oh, yes. uh, Daniel says prices are going up on YouTube TV.
0: Yeah. Um, five from 50.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 But, you know, honestly, with a simple Internet connection, there's really nothing that you can't find. I can I can find any show or movie on the Internet. Um, you know, it's just really the convenience of Xfinity. Yeah. It's just convenient. Keith
1: says, uh, I like Disney and Hulu and Amazon. They are all, uh, streaming. They are all amazing. So there you go.
0: Yeah, yeah. But you got to be careful with that, too, because if you have Disney and, and YouTube TV and Netflix and Hulu, like, you're almost up to paying what you were paying for cable anyway, right? right. So it's like you kind of got to try to... So we're we're gonna see, but I'm just done with, with Xfinity, man. Just, Jillian just,
1: says, "Cut the cord." Good plug for Shinedown. So there you go. And Auntie Ange, my Auntie Ange that helped pack up all the t-shirts says she likes your beard.
0: Oh, thank you, Auntie Ange. I appreciate it. <laughs> <Is> she single?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, no, not really. And she's family for me, so that would get really awkward really fast. Yeah, I'm, what not, do you mean? I'm not calling, calling you uncle listen oh my my god imagine my auntie Ange. first of all she's my godmother and second of all she would tie your dick in a knot Stiz. i don't think you could handle it whoa you just heard yeah that just happened like a square knot like it would be like a sailor like there would be like 37 different knots yeah (laughs) you'd limp away like a newborn giraffe on ice
0: oh that's great and that shit runs in the
1: family by the way
0: hey yo, have you been on a boat speaking of on a, on a boat, yeah. No, I, I went to the
1: beach a few weeks ago. Um,
0: what beach did you go
1: to? I went down um, in uh, East Falmouth. Oh, you
0: went to
1: just, Cape? Yeah, just for the day. I went and socially distanced um, with our old boss, Ron, and, and one of my mentors for a really long time, Mark Raz, who used to work at AAF back in the early 90s. I used to, interv- um, to intern for him. And yeah. I went down and just hung out on the beach so that we could just all talk. But be outside and kind of because they're being super careful about the coronavirus. And um, I wanted to be respectful of that. So
0: how was the Cape in general? Was it packed? Was it? No,
1: it wasn't that bad. We went to just this little kind of, you know, out of the way beach and just kind of hung out. It was super mellow. But this was a few weeks ago. And part of the reason I went was because I had really bad poison ivy. And everybody here in the war room told me to go put my legs in the salt water and that that would help the poison ivy. And it totally did. Did it really? Yeah, they give good advice here in the war room. I'm telling you.
0: Good to know. Yeah. Oh. What else? So,
1: that was it, really. You know, there's just, I got mail call to do. We got to announce the latest episode of the podcast. Last week, Dez from Devil Driver was on. Did you hear the Daryl McDaniels episode?
0: Great job. Did you like yes. it? Yes, I like that. You know which one I really like? I apologize because I forget his name, but the, the soldier from oh. the- that's about to come out about him. It's
1: it's it's out right now. It's called out- the the movie's called The Outpost. You can get it on demand. But Whoa. that's my friend John Hill. Yeah,
0: that was awesome. That was awesome. Thank I you. Like-
1: I'm really proud of that episode. For anybody that hasn't heard it yet, and then he joined us in the war room the next week with his girlfriend Johnny. And hung out with us for like an hour, and that interview was up as an after-action report. So you can go and either watch the video on YouTube, or go back on Facebook, or if you just want to listen to the interview, it's up as a podcast episode. That's Which is awesome. where you'll be tomorrow.
0: Yay! You'll be
1: you'll be an after-action report tomorrow.
0: Hey, really quick, did you hear about the story with uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett? Did you catch any of the, of that that the, tea the,
1: the entanglement?
0: The entanglements? Oh, how great was that? Dude, can you imagine oh. being Will Smith and
1: having oh, to I sit there so in I front of so everybody? Now, here's oh. the thing. There was a time when Jada was in a band called Wicked Wisdom. She was in a heavy metal band.
0: Get the fuck out of here.
1: And she played well, I, on, I, I, was it I the
0: Ozfest?
1: She came in with her band on my show. Holy shit. It was an all African-American metal band called Wicked Wisdom. And she was the lead singer and she came up on my show. And then we went, I believe they were on an Ozfest year and rumor had it around that, that her and Will kind of had an understanding.
0: Oh yeah. And that's kind of been the rumor forever that they have this thing, uh, You know, but for this kid to go out there and just spill the beans like that—well, that's probably the only
1: person either one of them has ever been entangled with that didn't sign a
0: a non-disclosure. Yeah, right. Jesus Christ! You
1: gotta, stage. You gotta get the bitches to sign the non-disclosures. These are life lessons. Write that down.
0: I got nothing to take. What are they gonna take? My Jason mask? (laughs) Good luck. I'm. she better she better she better get me to sign the uh the prenup i felt so bad
1: watching that footage and you could just watch will smith's like soul just slowly dying yeah and it was like oh because this all happened years ago right so now it's like they've gone through it all they built a bridge got over it probably went to marriage counseling whatever then the world finds out and he's like now you got to bring up old shit
0: when this kid has an album coming out, go figure. Yeah. You know? Or like Kanye's
1: <laughs> album that's coming out next week, Mr. He's-
0: He's another one. I'm so fucking sick of this guy. And, you know, maybe you can say he, he's meant, you know, maybe he has some mental issues and maybe he really does need help, but I'm just sick of him. I'm And I'm sick of this idea of these fucking celebrities that want to be president. Wendy
1: says, oh my God, Stiz is a little gossip queen, isn't he? Well, he is drinking Trulies. He's gone full on well, basic bitch right now.
0: I have the tea
1: uh heidi wants to know when danielle's coming on um we were texting about it the other day actually we're working on getting it uh her and i i believe are gonna have a pajama party because she has to get up so early so we're gonna so we're gonna have a slumber party in the war room one night i just don't know what night it's gonna be so just stay tuned for that but we're. but it's definitely happening
0: to be a fly on the wall well you
1: can you can watch it you can you can watch it on facebook
0: or that you can watch like it some, on
1: YouTube afterwards.
0: That sounds like something people might pay for to watch that video. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be like an OnlyFans type of thing.
1: Yeah, we'll have a we'll have a pillow fight and play lead as a feather, stiff as a board, and like brush each okay. other's hair.
0: That's great though that you're still that you know you we all still talk and you still you still. Well, keep that was coming. the thing
1: is that I think a lot of people thought that we all just did it for the radio, but. <laughs>
0: Yeah, A-I-F we didn't. Was so much it different.
1: was it was just we were a family in that way. And I talked to Shu the other day. I, you know, it's like we're all still in contact with each other.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Scott feels- says the yeah.
1: way 2020 is going, Kanye will get elected.
0: Yeah, no shit. You ain't kidding, bro. Donna says
1: basic basic bitch stiz. Um, let's see. Yeah. Tracy says Kanye needs help. Eric says pillow fights. Uh, Josh said, uh, Kanye said Harriet Tubman didn't, um, help the slaves escape slavery. Laughing my ass yeah. off. Yeah. It He's just fucking nuts. He's
0: yeah. He's fucking nuts. Yeah. It's and a- then he started crying about abortion, but Dude, yeah. Can I'm- you
1: imagine being Kris Jenner or, or Kim Kardashian at home and Kanye says that they were going to abort their first baby? Like how quickly did they scramble the F-15s
0: in Calabasas? Yes, right? They were like, missiles, turn on the missiles. They probably have like a button for when he fucking steps out of line and they got to fucking get the cleanup crew on And he it. said that
1: that movie Get Out was written about him. Did you see that?
0: No. Yes. No, I didn't see that. He's, he
1: tweeted that. that later that night. He said that movie Get Out was about
0: him. Oh, he's fucking nuts.
1: It's he crazy. Is nuts. Allegedly, Stiz, allegedly. You got to watch the, the libel and slander. He's allegedly yeah. nuts.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot I of people was... with,
1: with suggestions about me and Danielle. They're saying pillow fights, jello wrestling, bottoms oh. only pajama party.
0: <laughs> oh, this is getting interesting now. Oh,
1: my God. I'm so happy to see you. I'm so glad that we got to do this.
0: Yes, likewise. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, and thank of course. You You're welcome anytime. <laughs> I want you to
1: come in and hang out in the War Room live.
0: Yeah, I got to come up there for sure. You can have I'll, a bag I'll, of dicks
1: live it. like Mike Shue did. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, he yeah, he was on the War Room, right? He yeah, did he the
1: first one with the new format. He did number 81, which was the last nightly show. Jeez,
0: 81. We
1: did 81 shows in a row, and then now it's a weekly show that's on every Tuesday night.
0: <laughs> that's dope. That's yeah. dope. So so what's up with the podcast? What's what's uh what's, what's what's coming next?
1: Well, I have to make that announcement, but I got I got stuff built for it. So I got to do it when we're done. Uh, to okay. announce who's going to be on the podcast this week and I've yeah. got some yes. great episodes lined up with some awesome guests. Um I'm trying to do a little bit of everything. I mean, obviously I want to talk to all the bands. I'm yeah. working on some ideas that are going to if you subscribe to the podcast, which I've been telling everybody to do, if you just go and listen to the episodes every week when I post the links, then you're only getting the episodes that you see online, but there's bonus stuff like the after action reports with people in the war room. But then there's going to be some other features that are coming out that are going to expose you to some new artists you may not have never heard of before. And yeah, Michael says 81 shows with a cell phone video. Yeah, exactly. Now I got this whole fancy production in here.
0: And Mike flags, official- Mike
1: flags. Come on, man
0: killing it dude but um
1: but there's gonna be a lot of awesome uh bonus episodes and a lot of other great stuff that's coming so you gotta subscribe we got um we got on pandora last week which was like the last big podcast outlet that yeah so things are going really well and there's a lot of great episodes coming up so i'm really excited about how things are going and i'm super um just grateful that everybody has been loving the episodes as much as they have. So I'm, I'm really excited about how things are going.
0: I remember the day that I got the email from Pandora saying that they accepted my music and would put it on Pandora. I was like, oh my God.
1: Yeah, think- it's cool, it man. Is. It and is. the podcast is spreading and, um, you know, it's all over the world now and it's just, it's, it's really, really cool. And now bands are starting like like Mark LaBelle from Dirty Honey was in the war room with us last week. And so it's just, yeah, it's really cool that people are starting to want to get on the, you know, the war room and they want to get on the podcast and it's been
0: really cool. How did you hook up with him? Like, was he out here for something? No, he came in like you are. Oh, it was Skype. Yeah. He
1: came in like you are, which has been awesome because you know, nobody's traveling, nobody's touring. So to be able to bring people into the war room, and I asked the War Room family, I was like, "Do you guys like it when we have guests on?" And everybody was like, "Fuck yeah, bring in people." So, it's cool that everybody is uh you know, so that the War Room has really kind of become this family. Danielle is commenting. She said 75 countries. Danielle, I have a correction for you coming up. Um
0: is That Danielle Danielle?
1: No, no, no. Just it's uh-huh. another Danielle that's here uh-huh. in the War Room, but Uh, Amanda says, "You are on in Mongolia. There's people in Mongolia that listen to the podcast." Wow! Last week we had 76 countries. I'll let you know what's going on with the podcast now. So I'll run through all of that when we get done. I got a lot of headlines and a lot of other stuff I got to run through. So,
0: what have you been bumping for music? What are you listening to? There's all
1: kind, dude. Did you hear the Chris Cornell cover? (gasps) Bible. Stays. Okay. Is, I'm going to tell you this, and then I'm going to say goodbye, and you're going to go and listen to it immediately. Yeah. Yesterday was Chris Cornell's what would have been his 56th birthday. Yeah. So his family released a cover of Chris Cornell covering Guns and Roses' "Patience," and it is flawless.
0: Really? So I love "Patience." "Patience," one of the one of the first songs that I learned how to play on guitar. Well, was patience.
1: then I am going to say goodnight to you now, and you. Really?
0: Let me tell a quick story. One of the last time, well, the last time we were in L.A., Carrie and I went to, uh, what was it? It was the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, and it's where all the big stars are buried. I mean, yeah. everyone was there. Who was the lady who played from The Wizard of Oz that we saw? Judy Garland, We went right? to
1: Judy Garland's gravesite. We went to Mel Blank, who who did all the voices for all the Looney Tunes. Toto the- from The Wizard of Oz is buried Toto.
0: there. And after searching for a little bit, Carrie found Chris Cornell and had a moment. And I did it have was a moment. Beautiful things that 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 I saw. It was, I just it was really cool.
1: i I was so heartbroken. Like Lane Staley was kind of a recluse from Allison Chains, and he was kind of quiet yeah. for a long time. It wasn't unexpected that he passed away. Um, Scott Weiland had been kind of famously. Being challenged with his addictions. Chris Cornell really seemed like he had found a way to be able to handle his depression and his addiction. And just he seemed like someone that was finally kind of comfortable in his own skin and he had come up on the show several times. We had spent a lot of time together. Some of my old interviews with him are just... Especially one time he came up with his wife, Vicky, and was talking about how happy he was with her and what it was like to go through all of the depression challenges and what a light she had been for him.
0: Why was she? She was cool?
1: She was great. She was so gracious. I mean, I learned a long time ago that you always make friends with the wives. You always make friends with the girlfriends because... Of course. You know, you of just, course. you're just always nice to everybody. And, yeah. and he, I, I did not expect to lose him. Like the world needs Chris Cornell. We need his voice. We need his music. And this, ep- uh, this version of Guns N' Roses Patience is, I mean, it is heartbreaking to listen to and they released it on his birthday and it's super powerful. So you got to go and listen to it.
0: I will go check that out right now. Yeah,
1: go Google it,
0: Stiz. Thank you for coming in the war room. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. I appreciate it. I Hit love him up online
1: at Stiz Will you come on every now and again and just come hang out with us in the war room because everybody loves having you here.
0: I would love to. I love you guys. I love you, MC, and I'll see you very soon. Bye, Stiz. We'll see you Bye. later.
1: There he is, our own Stiz Grimy, who joined us in the war room on July 21st. And that is why he is our Mistress Carrie podcast after action report number three. Don't forget in the description of this podcast and every podcast, there is a custom playlist. I go through and pull all of the music, not only of the artists that we're talking to, but also the music that we talked about in that episode. So if you go into the description, click the playlist link, you can hear some of Stiz's music, plus that new Chris Cornell song, his cover of Patience, also some Aaron Lewis music and some Linkin Park music, and of course, Stiz Grimy's music. Join us live every Tuesday night at 8.30, live on my Facebook page for Cocktails in the War Room, and you can also check out my uh, YouTube channel where we put the videos up there afterwards, just in case you don't have Facebook. New episodes of the Mistress Carrie podcast come out every Wednesday. This week's episode features Spencer Charnas from Ice Nine Kills. But in past weeks, we've talked to everyone from Des Fafara from Devil Driver, Daryl McDaniels from Run DMC, Corey Taylor, Brent Smith, and so many more. So hit subscribe. And if you don't mind, give us a five-star review.